hey everybody out there thanks for tuning in today it's monday january 27th and i wanted to try something a little bit differently a wonderful gentleman named joao marcos marchante at jm underscore marchante on twitter ask a question of elon is there an email address to give feedback on UI, UX, user interface, user experience? I'd like to give a couple of suggestions, but I have no clue on how to. And Elon responded, what should we change? And then Tesla Nation rose up and a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of folks sent some really interesting ideas to Elon via the Twitter. So I thought I would go over a few of those, give some of my thoughts, some ideas, some opinions on them. So let's give it a shot. So again, these are Twitter users reaching out to Elon directly, giving him suggestions on how to make the cars better. At M. Bruce M. asked, Turn off easy entry when there is a person in the seat behind the driver. I think this is interesting. I don't really use easy entry anymore because I sit so far back anyways. I I found it to be a little, I don't know. I didn't really enjoy the experience of it getting in the car. And I'm not 100% sure how useful this would be, but I guess I would say if there was somebody back there, it would be nice if the car wouldn't crush their knees. So... Bruce M., that's a good suggestion in my opinion. PJ, at Sweet Godiva Girl, asked, Better interface to phone. When listening to a podcast on the phone, would like a 10 to 15 second forward and reverse. And as always, heated steering wheel. Can somebody make a battery or USB powered heated steering cover for a steering wheel? That's kind of a cool idea. You could do an aftermarket third-party USB. You just plug it in every once in a while, and that heats it up uh, or runs the battery to keep it heated up. Kind of an interesting idea. But the other one I think is even more interesting. I listen to a shit ton of podcasts on my phone, and when I get into the car, they play. And there is no forward or reverse button in the interface, which I've always it's always been a bummer. The one thing that I do to solve this is I use an Apple Watch, and while I'm driving, if my podcast is playing an Apple podcast, I get a little identifier on my phone screen, and I can go forward and backwards 30 seconds forward, 15 seconds back uh, on that. But I think it's a great idea. It would be super simple, little touch right there next to the forward or back arrows. Really good idea. Or even like using the scroll wheel to kind of fast forward would be easy as well, like one or two clicks forward, 15 seconds, one or two clicks back, 15 seconds, that kind of thing. So excellent suggestion. The third one comes from Ivan Escobosa, and it's profile for passengers. So you have your driver profiles embedded into the driver's seat, which fixes your mirrors and your seat and the position of the steering wheel. But it's true. Sometimes if uh, I had a passenger that moved the seat way, way forward, the next passenger that comes in might have a hard time getting in. Another way to do this might be easy entry for passengers. But if you have the same three or four or five passengers coming in your car, you know, regularly, this would be pretty cool. And uh, the other part of the, his question was profiles for passengers or some way for me to move the passenger seat from the driver's seat. So I've had to do this for people where I reach all the way over and you got to take your seatbelt off to get to that 
to the power seat button because I have uh, the premium interior, so it doesn't have the uh, just a little latch under the seat that you can easily grab. So I have to go all the way over to like pull the seat back. Again, not a huge deal, but it would be a it's a great suggestion, Ivan. The next one comes from Michael Duckett at Michael Duckett three on Twitter, and his was a little bit more fun of an ask. He asked for options for a bunch of different voices for the car. Mihal Barrett, James Earl Jones, Chekhov, Peter Sellers, Pink Panther character, or Sofia Vergara. This would be cool. I don't know if all of these celebrities would be super stoked about it, but there's probably a few celebrity Tesla fans out there that would be cool having their voices turned into AI or even coming into the studio to record all of the voices of things that the car says. But anyways... Interesting suggestion, Michael. The next one is very near and dear to my heart, and this one comes from MadPad, and the Twitter is at PadFrey, P-A-D-F-R-E-Y. He writes one, he or she, I'm not sure, writes one word, waypoints, and then another two words, only waypoints. And to me, this is amazing. This is a really good idea. So waypoints, for those of you who don't know, are little spots on the map that you want to remember. So let's say you're driving down the street or you're you're in the back roads and you want to mark a location that you want to get back to. Boom, you push your finger on the screen and bam, you could mark it as a waypoint. Super simple. And then you could just push it push again on that waypoint and navigate right back to that spot. I think this is super easy, super great idea, and I hope Tesla does it. Dirk Ritter at GNUmatic, please include public chargers other than just Tesla's own in the navigation. The car navigation should do what at root better does. Not that much of a deal, just a lot more POI and a bit of trickery, but a huge boost in user experience. So I've never used Root Better, but I really love the idea of being able to access other public chargers, street chargers. They must all be in a map because obviously Root Better has them. So I think this is an excellent idea and could be a huge boom to the Tesla experience, especially in those places, Mel, are you listening, that don't have superchargers. So this is a really, really good idea, and I hope Tesla takes it to heart. The next one comes from Craig at Chromas, C-R-O-M-A-S. How about a separate odometer for autopilot miles so we can brag about how little we have to drive? Again, I think this is a really, really interesting idea, and I would love to know what percentage of my mileage is in autopilot and what percentage isn't. I would also like to know how many times in the month do I take the car out of autopilot. And I would love that feedback from Tesla to know if I should have, if I shouldn't have. Like, oh, we had this, or ooh, it's a good thing you took over. That would be kind of cool. The next one is from Timu Rajala, at T-E-S-E-P-P-A. Please put the side camera views visible as smaller windows in the rear camera when reversing. So that's kind of an interesting idea. I don't know if it would be confusing or not confusing. but So if you're in reverse, you see the big window opens and it has just the rear uh, camera that's on the back of the trunk in every one of the cars, the back of the hatch in the cars with hatches. Um, but... Obviously, there are side view cameras, and that could be pretty helpful as well to seeing. Again, I don't know if it would be distracting or helpful, but I'd like to see it as an option at least that you could turn on and off. So I think that's a really, really good idea. Uh, the next one comes from Hiram Dolan at 
Dolan Hiram, and uh, he says, better winterizing. Have some warmer around the charging port to prevent lockup of the flap. Better battery estimate in sub-freezing temperatures. Uh, and also music search that works. Stream the cameras in the app, allowing cloud storage for Sentry and dash cam. Again, a lot of really, really good ideas here. So we don't live in a cold weather area, obviously, but having some way to keep the charge point from freezing, I think in a lot of places, even if you went up to the snow, would be super, super helpful. So I think that's a really good idea. And I think hopefully Tesla is listening to this podcast. Hmm. Uh, better battery estimate in sub-freezing temps. You know what? To be honest with you, I always assumed that they were doing that already. Uh, but apparently they are not, so they should be doing that because it's you don't want to be you don't want to look down and see 250 miles of range when you only have 125 miles because it's 15 degrees outside. So they should definitely have a better estimate, you know, for the people that are driving to know. Oh, you better stop and charge. You better do what you need to do. Music search that works. Okay, I don't use that music search very often i haven't found it to be great though so i will say sure music search that works and then the last one stream cameras in the app allowing cloud storage for sentry and dash cam i've always thought this would be really great because i think it's sort of you see all you get in the car and you see oh you had four sentry events so if you only have your phone with you you can't necessarily pull out that usb stick plug it into your phone at least i can't and so it would be great if you could like a GoPro video or a ring cam or something like that, be able to go and look at the sentry things before you leave that spot. Because what if somebody, you know, messed with your car and now you've driven 20 miles away, you can't go back. They could have been sitting there. You have no idea. So that's an interesting uh, request from Hiram Dolan. The next is from Per or Per Krogstad, at Per Krogstad. The ability to view recorded videos. So that's a repeat of Hiram's, uh, but again, a, a good idea to view them. And I wouldn't even mind being able to view them on the car. That's the one thing. Like when you get in the car and it says four century uh, incidents reported, you should be able to click that and have a list of those videos open. It's got a player in it. You can watch Netflix, so we know it's possible. And then they just access that USB. You play the video, same thing. Very good idea. Simpler than the streaming cameras and apps. Simpler from allowing the cloud storage. It's basically allowing that screen to read the USB jump drive. I think a really good idea. And so hopefully Tesla will do that. The next one comes from Andrew, and it's at Andrew19845997, which may be Andrew's PIN number. Who knows? If it is, Andrew, you should change it. And uh, Andrew asks, would be awesome to shut off passenger or driver air. It's either all off or all on now. This will lead to greater efficiency and more range. Now, I think this is, a, again, a really good idea. In most cars that I've ever owned, uh, most of the time I'm driving by myself, I'll shut the other vents to get increased airflow out of my vent. I don't know if, it, again, it probably doesn't lead to greater efficiency. It might on a Tesla because of the way that the way that the energy or whatever is is being used so it is quite possible that they could just shut off that fan if it is two separate fans so i would like to see that for sure plus it's just blowing all over the place and wasting you know air i don't know i guess you can't waste air but it's wasting it um so i think that would be great and sometimes your passenger is in there and your passenger wants a shit ton more air um so that would be great if you could 
give that passenger their own air and turn off your air. So good job on you, Andrew. Hopefully, again, Elon is listening. And the last one comes from Rory Red Dog, and it's at Rory Red Dog. And the must be an Australian. So in Australia, Camry Hybrid is cheaper to run than Model 3 as the superchargers cost 45 cent per kilowatt hour. And I don't know if that's 45 cent Australian. We'll assume that it is. It is a dollar sign. So who knows? He, he, uh, he continues, you promised seven cents for semi. Please, please support Model 3 owners who can't charge at home. So I think... That's pretty interesting. At forty-five cents a kilowatt hour, I mean, you know, it's hard. You don't want Tesla doesn't want to lose money on supercharging. Obviously, for the Model Three, they want to charge a fair amount. I believe energy in Australia is very, very expensive, so it's probably why it's forty-five. But there are a ton of people here and everywhere who are Model Three owners. They live in apartments. They can't charge at home. It's just very difficult if you can't get a home charger in your apartment building and you don't have a charger that you have very good access to regularly at work for at least three or four hours a day, three or four days a week. Um, then you're sort of stuck going to the superchargers. And if you're stuck paying for the superchargers, again, 45 cents per kilowatt hour. Let me do the math on that real quick. So 75 kilowatt hour battery so 45 times 75 means every time you were to fill it if you were to fill it all the way from zero to 75 which you're not going to do it's 33 dollars that's not cheap um so again if you're if it's the difference between a camry hybrid which maybe is cost the same but you maybe you get more range out of it i don't know how the gas works uh in terms of what the gas mileage is for the camry hybrid but I do believe that you know Tesla should try to at least make it competitive with a gas car. In the States, and I don't know, maybe in Europe, it seems to be very competitive, if not much cheaper, to use the supercharger as opposed to gassing up. And we all know there are benefits also to not gassing up and in terms of you know saving the world, all that stuff we talk about. Um, so that's it. Those are the highlights from that. You can go check it out uh, if you go to Elon's Twitter, which he has currently changed to uh, a different Twitter name, uh, which I think is very interesting. I don't know when it changed, but now it's called Sphere Earthers Rule, R-U-L. Uh, basically, I guess he's making comments about flat earthers. And uh, his pinned, his retweeted pin is a video of a cyber truck driving down the street that's had 1.2 million views in 23 hours so people like the cyber truck and i have to admit it looks pretty badass driving down the street it's much bigger oh look elon's in it cool video big old mud looking tires crazy that's a big vehicle i want one Anyways, that's it for Monday, January 27th. Thanks for tuning in, and we will talk at you tomorrow. One last thing I'd be remiss if I didn't mention. Uh, so, obviously, yesterday, Sunday, Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna passed away in a helicopter accident about, I don't know, 10 minutes from where I'm standing right now. Very sad. I drive by that spot pretty much three or four days a week driving my son to school. Um, Kobe Bryant will be missed. I watched basically his 20-year career unfold in front of me. Uh, he is a an icon and a all will always be 
a beloved member of this community. We will miss him very much. Our hearts go out to his family and friends. Rest in peace, Mamba. Even close. Two on one. Kobe and Sarah. The alley-oop. And Kobe with the dunk. And the foul as well. That's why Kobe gave it up. From the Lakers. And Bryant trying to go behind his back. And Boykins the other way. And they'll finish off with Andre Miller. Maybe. <laughs> hey, Kobe did not give up Kobe on that Bryant. play. How about that play? Now that's leadership. That's the kind of stuff he wants to do. And it's soon. And he... Close defense at the other end. Right with Shaq. He gives it to Walden. Here comes Kobe. Kobe's the main man. 5-5. Five, five. Got it. Hamilton. The shot. The three. Yes. Kobe Bryant drains the three. Two point one left on the clock. We're deadlocked at 89. Seconds, three seconds, two seconds for the win. 